handoff to Jonathan oh. Taylor. Hughes hole. He's at the 30. He's going to go. 10, 5, touchdown. Jonathan Taylor made a man miss the line of scrimmage and then runs it into Pater. And a one-handed INT. Are you kidding me? Kenny Moore. What a play by Naheem Hines. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast, continuing to look at the Colts' impending free agents. Destin with me once again. We are tackling, I don't know if it's really a controversial one. Maybe some people are still like on the fence on it, but Malik Hooker is a name that I think a lot of Colts fans immediately will say he's gone. I, th- I think right away, there's been so many Colts fans that say, don't bring him back. Well, you know what? We're going to look at both sides of this. You know, we're not going to give you our real opinion here much. Maybe at the end we will, but we're going to give you both sides of it and let you guys decide. Are you still, you know, anti Malik Hooker? Are you more pro, you know, bringing him back? We'll see because I think there's some good points on both sides here, Destin, on Malik Hooker. But, you know, for those of you who don't remember Malik Hooker, former first round pick in 2017, actually the first pick ever uh, of Chris Ballard's tenure. And uh, funny enough, I think it's about the only time that that Chris Ballard has stayed at a first-round pick and just selected a guy that's fallen to him. Uh, I believe that's it because you look at 20 – what was it? Like 2018, he traded back, You know, still got Quentin Nelson. 2019, traded out of the first round. 2020, obviously, traded for the force Buckner. So this is about the only time he's done that. And uh, you know, I think it's fair to say it hasn't been exactly what we hoped – Malik Cooker would be. I mean, the fact that there's so many people that are like, don't bring him back, I think is very telling. But, you know, let, let's start with the pros of bringing Malik Cooker back. Now, I'll start with the first one. It's He's still very talented, right? He's still a very talented player. And in a lot of ways, people forget he's a former first rounder for a reason. Like, Ballard obviously saw something when he drafted him, uh, that high especially, that I feel like, man, there's still some talent that can be tapped into there with Malik Hooker. Uh, what are your thoughts on Malik Hooker and just the t- from a talent standpoint strictly, what do you think about that? I mean, the guy Malik Hooker is so talented. I mean, I re- humble brag, I was at the draft, um, the NFL draft, oh. when Malik Hooker was selected um, in Philadelphia. Um, I got to be there. I was on the ground floor. Um, I, was, I was so excited. Malik Hooker is a guy that the year previous, he had only had one year of legit production and play at Ohio State, but it was one of the best safety years of a college prospect in a decade almost like he was that good of a ball hawk bringing in seven interceptions, um, which is just unheard of yeah. um, there at Ohio state that past year. And I think his rookie year here, we even saw that same ball hawking nature. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he just has a way of finding the ball um, in coverage standpoint. Um, I mean, a lot of his cons on draft day we've seen in the pros. I mean, those have been his true cons. Yes. Is, he, is he a guy that is going to be a solid tackler in the NFL? No. He's just not going to. That's just not his strength. Is he a guy that is going to be able to play all 16 games? To this date, we haven't been able to see that from Malik Cooker. Right. Um, and that, that has been an issue of his um, even back in college. And that's kind of what made him fall in the draft a little bit as he was recovering from an injury um, surgery that he had had right after the college season that year. Um, so, I mean, he's super talented. Dude's super talented. And, I mean, I think a lot of Colts fans, like you said, are expecting him to be gone. Um, and I, I'm just really curious to see what Chris Bauer does just because he's a very talented 
um, prospect there for the safety position. And I just don't see Ballard letting a guy like him just leave without at least trying to give him a signing back. So I'm actually interested to see what those negotiations go like. Right. And, you know, people forget, um, you know, we didn't have this one in here, but, you know, with the very talented guy, he's still a very young player too, right? He's going to only turn 25 in April. Like, so he's still getting into his prime still. I mean, that's one thing that, you know what, 2017 draft wasn't Ballard's best draft, but he drafted a lot of guys very young in that draft. A lot of like just raw guys that like, you know, it's like they could go one way or they could go another way. And then unfortunately, a lot of those guys kind of went south, which stinks. But uh, but yeah, I think he's very talented, very young player. Uh, what's your number two pro for bringing back Malik Hooker? Yeah, my number two is he's just really familiar with the system. Um, he's a guy that has when he, when he's been on the field, I feel like we've seen flashes of how good he can be. Um, I think the fact that the Colts are a team that run a three safety system more than most in the NFL is is still a big positive for him mm-hmm. um, because a lot of people would say that Willis and Blackman are the two starters, and I agree that those two guys have earned those roles. But with the fact the fact is the Colts like to run three tight end sets. Um, they run them at a very high rate in the NFL, so there's still a spot to have a third safety, and if you can have a third safety that plays at a high level, that would be just incredible for this defense. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I mean, like, like you said, it's just like, I get it why you'd want to move on from Malik Hooker, but I'm also like, man, this guy's so talented. Don't just let him walk out the door. And also, uh, I don't want to like have my, I bought a Malik Hooker jersey like when he was first drafted. I don't want that to become irrelevant. So please keep him at least for another year. Keep my jersey collection a little bit relevant here. Um, that's not my third point. Don't worry. My third point actually would be, you know, with the injury that he suffered, right? I believe it was an Achilles injury, if I'm not mistaken, because I know him and Mac had a very similar injury there. I just think like the market's not going to be super strong for him this year. So maybe it makes sense from Malik Hooker's standpoint to sign a one-year deal, return to Indianapolis, prove your worth. And then you know what? If you want to go out in the 2022 offseason and go and get paid like you feel like you deserve to be, that's probably your best option, honestly. When the market's a little bit stronger for your services, I think that would make a lot of sense for both sides there, you know, because the Colts obviously getting back a talented player and then Malik Hooker building his his market. That was kind of the argument I made with Marlon Mack, too, is like, look, this running back group in free agency is absolutely insane this year. Come back to Indianapolis for a year. Sign a team-friendly deal. Make a, you know, prove it, maybe not even for being with the Colts for the near future, but prove your market worth for next offseason. That's kind of where I stand with 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 Malik Hooker too. I feel like that could be potentially a really good thing for him. Yeah, I I a hundred percent agree. I just think a lot of guys um, are going to end up signing deals that are probably less than they expect or they're expected to because of the cap space situation. We don't know what the cap is exactly set at, um, but. For, it could be anywhere from 180 to the 200, the lower end, I mean, the high end of the 190 realm. Um, so either way, it's going to be down from last year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a lot of guys are going to have to say to themselves, do I want to sign a long-term deal right now when most teams are not going to offer me what they'll offer me just one year from, th- from now? That's true. So we, we could see a lot of one-year prove-it deals. And I think the most sense for those one-year prove-it deals is going somewhere that you are already familiar with. Um, right. So, I mean, for Malik Hooker, the only two that really make a lot of sense for me if he's going to sign a one-year prove-it deal, because, hey, we could be wrong. Some team is gonna, could just randomly throw him a four-year, 
high overall um, contract because they see the talent in him um, and hoping he can stay healthy. There's a lot of teams that tend to do that. One of them is is in the New York market. I won't say which one, um, just in case any of those fans are listening. But I'm just saying that that's just a thing that some teams are liking to do. But the only two that really make sense to me, Malik Hooker-wise, familiar-wise, is the Colts and then going and being coached by a guy like Urban Meyer that you have some experience with and go to Jacksonville. Um, I can see a lot of Ohio State guys going and playing for Meyer if um, they did enjoy playing for him at the college level. Um, Because in in college, you're able to get a little bit closer with your head coach, I think, um, than you are in the NFL just because the NFL Mm -hmm. puts a lot more – emphasis on positional coaches and things like that. That's who you're working with all the time, which is why Rhodes um, had such a good relationship with Gannon. Um, that's who he's, he was working with individually, basically every day in practice and not as much. So an Eberflus. Mm. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Honestly, that really does. Uh, I'm glad that you brought that point up. Hey, what's up, guys? I want to take a pause from the video to talk about our sponsor for this video, Manscaped. Now, Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million worldwide. And we have an exclusive offer for you, our listeners. 20% off plus free shipping with the code BTJ at manscaped.com. I'll say it again with code BTJ at manscaped.com. And Derek, Manscaped hooked both you and I up with some pretty cool tools, right? I know you have one there. I have a couple here to, to keep it fresh down there. But Derek, I can't tell you, man, how many times, you know, you've been down there, you've been shaving, you're trying to figure that stuff out and the worst Uh, it's the worst man it is and manscaped definitely is a great resource there to to help you have confidence moving forward man and doing that i know it's never fun uh but manscaped makes it a little bit more bearable well thankfully cody i've not had any issues when it comes to that yet thanks to manscaped (laughs) and the best thing that i've had with that was the lawnmower 3.0 it's the new device that helps you it's the third generation trimmer featuring a cutting ceramic blade that helps to keep you from having accidents down there. The best thing for your grooming experience. It also comes with an LED light, helps you Mm. to make sure you see where you're going. Obviously, you need that. And it's also waterproof. I don't have any water on me right now, but I would definitely show you. Helps with your shower and grooming experience. Makes it so much easier. Obviously, don't use it on your face. That's just nasty. I'm just letting y'all know that now. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do Don't it. do that. Also, guys, with your package that you would also get comes with a lot of other things that you would need to help with your grooming experience. You have Preserver and Reviver to help with the family jewels to make sure everything is fresh. And also Manscaped throws in a bunch of other things, including boxer briefs and a travel to go bag for to be able to bring your stuff on the road with you. Believe me, your balls will thank you. Cody, tell them how you, uh, again how they can get started with their Manscaped experience. Absolutely. So 20% off and free shipping using the code BTJ, stands for Bring the Juice, BTJ at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code BTJ. Unlock your confidence and always have the right tools with Manscaped. Thank you to all of you, including Manscaped, for sponsoring this video. Be sure to check them out, guys, and enjoy the video.
Let's move on though to the cons because there are some cons as well. Um, you know what? What is your first con here for why you wouldn't bring back Malik Cooker? Yeah, the first con that I think is what comes to mind anytime a person says the name Malik Cooker, and that's just the fact that he has a hard time staying on the field. Um, mm-hmm. He's a guy that has had a season-ending surgery. Almost, I think every season he's been in the league, he's had to have a season-ending surgery, no matter how drastic that is this past year it was very early on tearing his achilles and that's a tough surgery recovery especially for athletes um so i mean the injury history is there um and that and that can be a red flag for a team that wants to pay a guy a long-term contract that i'm sure he wants mm-hmm. um so i mean that this could be a con for Millie cooker and for the colts maybe the colts don't want to bring him back because they want a guy that can play all 16 games yeah. i mean that makes total sense i'm just looking right now at the games so obviously he had that injury in that first season, his rookie season, played in seven games, played four. His most games he's ever played is fourteen games, and that was in twenty eighteen, right? Um, and that was probably, I would say, probably one of his best seasons as a Colt. Uh, but wasn't like anything spectacular. But like, hey, he stayed healthy, and we're like, hey, we'll take that. Uh, if he can play fourteen games, we're good with that. But you know, looking at it, in four years, he's only played in in thirty six games. So I think that that's pretty pretty telling of just the injury. Kind of, it's weird. Like him and Marlon Mack are just so similar in the injury history they've had. But none of these guys, neither of those guys, have played in uh, 16 games in their career with Indianapolis. So I think the fact that he is just not a guy that you can, you know, you can't rely on for 16 games, that could be a reason why the Colts are like, look, we feel like we could go get another guy that could, you know, and then it goes back to the saying, I think, you know, the best ability is availability. And Malik Hooker's problem has been availability. You know, more often than not, I feel like he's off on the sidelines. He's injured. So, you know, that is something that I feel like the Colts are going to have to weigh. Like, do we want to pay a guy Malik, like Malik Hooker uh, for only 13 or 14 games? What, you know, what are we going to do there? And, uh, you know, that kind of leads me to my second point. With all these injuries Malik Hooker's had, that's given rookie, or I guess now second-year guy, Julian Blackman, an opportunity. It gave him an opportunity his rookie season, played a really, really good rookie season, and now it's kind of like, well, where does Malik Hooker fit in? I know you mentioned the three safeties, but Julian Blackman, I think we can confidently say he's your starter moving forward. He has to be. He's your starter. He played phenomenal last year, and you know he played pretty much all the games. He came back early from that from an injury, and he was on. He was durable, man. He was one of the most durable players on that defense. So I think that is another reason why you maybe don't bring back Malik Hooker because you feel pretty confident in your future at safety. And yeah, not only was he coming back from that injury so fast, he was coming back and playing 100% of the defensive snaps right. like right away, which is ridiculous. Um, yeah. Because when he was drafted, I mean, that's what every single person, how they graded the pick. Blackman's a guy who had the skill set to be a late day one, early day two pick, um, ends up going in day th- uh, going day two in the third round. Mm-hmm. Um because they didn't expect him to play until maybe middle of the season, later in the season, if not till year two. And we got to see him play and play at a high level. Um, And year two is big for secondary players in the NFL. It just always seems to be the year they take the biggest step. So the fact is, as great as Julian Blackman played, we're almost certain he wasn't at 100% last year. Yeah. So he, he's going to he's going to get to come in next year. He's going to come in faster. He's going to come in more aggressive, most likely. And that's just going to be something that I feel like people need to understand that Julian Blackman, 
I don't, I don't think it's even a question if he's taking Malik Hooker's starting job as the, at least the number two safety. I love Kari Willis a lot. I think he mm-hmm. is very established in the NFL at this point. So I think last year he was still the best safety on this team. But Malik Hooker, if he comes back, the really only the highest option on the depth chart he can get to is that three spot for me. Mm. Yeah, I think that leads you to your third point then, right, about him. Yeah, like does he want to come back? That's the third right. reason for us. Does he want to come back, be the third safety on this team, which being the third safety in Indianapolis opposed to being a third safety elsewhere, I mean, he's going to get more snaps here if that's the case. But there's mm-hmm. multiple teams in the NFL where Malik Hooker can go and be the number one or number two safety, especially if he can stay healthy. Um, yeah. So the so the issue comes to Malik Hooker. Um, I mean, the, the third pro that we mentioned earlier I think goes a really, really well with this con. Um, cause the stronger market next year, um, and does he want to come back? I think he has to make that decision himself. He has to decide mm-hmm. if he wants to try to see if he can just get the most yearly he can on a big deal this off season, um, in a safety class. that's not that great free agency wise. So he could even highlight it for some team. He could be the number one safety on the market for some teams. Mm-hmm. Um, especially was, especially with Simmons getting tagged by the Broncos a couple days ago. So, yeah. I mean, so is that, that it's all about market money talks. Mm-hmm. Um, m- money matters, and we'll we'll see how the market plays out for Malik Hooker, um, because I'm sure if he can get a long deal with a, with some more guarantees, that that looks better than a one year prove it deal back in Indy. Yeah, <laughs> I see both sides of it. That's a struggle. Like I see what you know from the Colts standpoint and from a Hooker standpoint, like wanting to get maybe a bigger payday. But I also could see, you know, like look, my job's been taken from me. Like, and I want to go to a place where I'm going to be the number one guy. Like, I see both sides of it from Malik Hooker's standpoint and from the Colts' standpoint with the injury history. So I think it's going to come down ultimately to both those things. Do the Colts feel confident enough that, you know, Malik Hooker can be their number three safety? And does Malik Hooker even want to come back to Indianapolis? I think that's a that's a good point. So what do you guys think? What do our listeners think? Do you want Malik Hooker brought back? If so, would you want him back on a one-year deal like we talked about? Do you think he even wants to come back? Let us know in the comments below. But that'll do it for this one, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, go Colts.